This is the Iconic Wealth Women podcast with me, Kylie Anderson, empowering visionary female entrepreneurs from around the globe to develop their business and wealth strategies so they grow their income, make more impact and influence others along the way. Let's build your legacy and make a difference today. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. So today we're talking about why ignoring email marketing is like burning cash. So as you know, I love to grow online businesses to build my wealth. Um, I believe online businesses is one of the fastest paths to using your existing knowledge and skills to basically gain additional cash flow, which then you can invest long term, whether that's into property, whether that's into stocks and shares, um, whether that is just to pay off your mortgage and things like that. So um, I love to create additional cash flow. And as most of you know, I do that via creating online businesses um, because I believe everyone has knowledge and skills that someone else will pay for. But I want to talk to you today about ignoring email marketing. And I guess this evolves into building your brand as a whole because um, building a brand as a whole, whether you're in business at the moment, whether you are um, just growing your um following, whether you're wanting to create additional cash flow, maybe you want to create additional income streams, maybe you just want to invest in property, maybe you want to build a business at some stage. Whatever it is, it all takes building your brand. Um, Building your brand and building a list can be hugely valuable to you along your journey of building your wealth. Um, And why is email marketing so crucial and why do so many avoid it? It's crazy. In this day and age, I was at an event the other day speaking in front of about 40 business owners and I think only a third in the room were using email marketing on a regular basis Um, and I don't understand that I've got to be honest with you email marketing is the cheapest available marketing available to any business Um, you can build your list virtually for free obviously you can put speed behind list building and continual growth in list building with potentially paid traffic and things like that as well Um, but it is something you can do for free and in um, an ever-evolving landscape of marketing where you get latest fads, you know, you get the latest social media thing pop up, you get the latest, I don't know, um, you know, strategy, t- tactic, whatever you want to call it, um, come up. It's really easy to lose focus, I guess, on some of the foundations of really good business growth. And one of those foundations is your email list. Um, And I say to build an email list, like I said, no matter what you're looking at doing, because even if you just got a podcast, and maybe at the moment, you're just doing podcasting, you're not sure what your business is going to be yet. um, You want to be building a list all the time of relevant people um, that are your potential ideal audience. So I always say to people, build your list before you need it, ideally. So if you're thinking about starting a business, maybe you've got a particular topic you're thinking about going into, or maybe you want to expand into another area, start to build a list of people that are potentially interested in that topic first um, and build a relationship with them. So, um, you know, building a list is only one part. It's then nurturing and developing the relationship. But it's one of those things that allows you you to create cash flow whenever you want it. So if you have a very engaged email list, it's very easy to sell something to them. It allows you to pivot in your business. So when everything happened and um, you know things went a bit haywire with lockdown and all those sorts of things, 
one of the most successful business owners were the ones that could pivot if they needed to. And that's because they had a list. They had an adaptable list that they could use to change services. So um, as long as your audience is a particular type of audience that you know that you want to build. So for example, for me, so as coaches and service-based businesses, I grow on my, on my email list. And that means whatever offer I put out is generally going to relate to that type of business. So I can adapt and change if I need to in what I'm actually doing. So are you building an email list? That's the first thing. It's one of the most foundational things. Um, you know, I see a lot of businesses will throw spaghetti at the wall. They'll spend loads of money on marketing, you know, whether that's, you know, putting an advert in a magazine, which I think is madness, um, you know, doing lots of trade shows, things like that, but then they're not building their list off the back of it. So, um, it's really, really important to do. And it's still one of the most viable marketing conversions. So if you're thinking about how do I convert my marketing return on investment into paid clients, it's normally via your list in some way, shape or form. So your list is one of your biggest converters to take them from a potential prospect into a paying client. Um, and whether that ne whether that's because you need a method in between, that might be booking a call with you, it could be getting on a webinar with you, it could be um, turning up to one of your live events, whatever it is, by using your email list to market that potential opportunity, um, then that's how you can then easily turn people into your potential clients. So what are some of the fundamentals of building your list? So the key is really is to make sure that firstly, you know who your audience is. If you're going to build a list, you've got to know who your audience is. Um, what type of target market do you want to have on your list? I would rather have a highly targeted list than a massive list because I want increased engagement. So um, to get good engagement, you need to speak to that market like they know you. So make sure you're building a list of relevant people onto your list. And like we said, despite all the shiny objects with social media and things like that, um, and the misconception, I think, that email is dead is further from the truth. It's not. It's actually one of the still the most unrivaled marketing methods that you can use. And especially um, if you can stick with the industry average, which is somewhere between 20 to 50% open rates, you've got an engaged list that are wanting to potentially buy from you. So it still reigns over social media. It still reigns over anything else because it's universally embraced. So think about it from a business perspective. Pretty well everyone has an email. Um, excuse me. Um, everyone has an email. It's typically one of the biggest mediums for businesses to communicate with each other. So unlike social media, where it's a bit more of a scattergun approach, your email is robust, it's direct. Um, it's a very straightforward distribution channel. Like I said, engagement and conversions are so important. Um, we're looking at statistics reveal that email engagement open rates sit between 20 to 60%. Um, so that means 20 to 60% of people are engaging with your content on a regular basis. Um, it's a business-centric communication. So like you said, email marketing thrives between businesses. It's the, it's devoid of the noise, I guess, of social media. You don't get distracted on it. It comes into your inbox. Yes, sometimes our inboxes can still be overwhelming, um, but it means that most people will still go through it. They'll go through it at least once or twice a day. They'll check it um, and they will pick up the things that they're most engaged with. So it's still one of the most direct communication channels you can have. So how do you create a strategy for your emails? So like I said, the first step is to get the 
um, inbox ordered. So make sure your audience is ordered so you know who you're building. The second thing is have a regular nurturing process. So there's two ways of nurturing people. You can have an automated response. So when someone signs up for something and gets onto your list, you can have an automation sequence that goes out that acknowledges they've signed up. You can develop a relationship with them and you can build rapport very, very fast with them. So unlike social media, like I said, where you're vying for attention, your list can be sent out automatically. It can nurture your people and you're nurturing through building the know, like and trust factor. That's what you're trying to do. So you could send them to a piece of content they might be interested in. You can tell a case study, tell a story. You can showcase what you do as a service, as a business, um, and you can develop that know, like and trust factor fast. So that's how you can basically start to build your list. Um, and then obviously, um, there's some key ways you can grow your list. So firstly is you want to have a potential lead magnet. A lead magnet is just something you give away for free that's of value to your ideal audience. Now that could be simply a um, free checklist, it could be a um, free course, it could be uh, some templates. So there's loads of different things you could give away for free in your business that they sign up and get an email address for. Um, some people will do scripts of a podcast that they've had. Some people will do white um, look books is one of my favorites. Um, we've got two funnels at the moment running around books. Um, they can be brilliant lead generation. Also, they can be very good for low cost lead generation where you might sell a book for say three or seven dollars. Um, and then, then that pays for your list building um, as well. So you can use some of that in the cost of your list building. So things like that. So basically you're looking at giving something away for value that ideally solves a particular problem. So a lead magnet is something that is attractive to your clients. It ideally solves a problem for them um, and it gets them to know, like, and trust you and understand what you're about. So one of mine I'm just about to launch um, I, um, to share with my audience is around the five killer mistakes that people make in their launches. I've obviously done a lot of launches with online businesses, so I know kind of what works, what doesn't work, where people go wrong. So I'm now sharing that in a free guide and then also sharing the four stages of a really highly successful launch. So again, it's a value to my audience. It's in a PDF white paper. There'll be videos accompanying that. And I'll be giving that away to people that are interested in potentially launching, but maybe not got started yet. Um, and the reason being is that's good for me from a business perspective. I want people on my list that want to launch because that's one of the services that I help people with. So ideally, when you're creating something for free to build your list, make sure you reverse engineer it from ideally your end product. So um, you want to look at what is the thing that you ultimately want to sell, that you ultimately want them on for, and then reverse engineer it backwards to solve a problem that starts the point. So for example, if you were teaching someone how to speak on stage, um, one of the things that you might start with first is how to create a speaker bio. Um, you know, how do you create a, how do you get booked? How do you get booked? Um, could be another one. So you're basically solving small problems leading to the bigger problem is how do you create a killer um, impact on stage or how do you sell from stage? Maybe that might be what you're doing. So you, you can reverse engineer it. So think about if you're a relationship coach, for example. So maybe you do relationship coaching. Um, and one of the biggest problems that most people face 
is getting back out there when they're ready to potentially start another relationship. So you could be something, how do you create amazing online profile um, for your dating app? Or um, how do you go on a first date effectively? So you could help with something, a guide or some training that then solves that problem, but then they get to know, like, and trust you. But also, more importantly, they're probably still going to potentially need some relationship coaching if they want to make their next relationship work. So then they want to work with you further down the track. Um, so that's what you're building when you're building a list. And obviously, the other thing that you're building a list with is obviously your existing customers. So one of the other massive undersells I see is any sort of crossover with your existing customers. Um, and we all joke about McDonald's where they go, you know, do you want fries with that? Or how about this with that? Um, and the simple fact is a lot of people leave a lot of money on the table because they don't communicate with their list. They don't communicate with their existing customers. Um, and I'll give you a prime example of where this is worked really well recently so I bought a dress through a designer um, um, I probably should say the name Scarlett and I should know this off by heart um, but basically they are um, a brilliant designer I love them Scarlett and Joe um, beautiful dress I bought for an event I wanted I'm immediately on their mail, mailing list. Now, they are very, very effective at sending out one weekly email. They only send out once a week, but they do it around either a new line or something that's standing out, maybe something that's come back in stock, or it could be a special that they've got on. And they'll just send you, ideally, the one dress to capture your attention, and off they go. Um, I've bought two subsequent dresses because of that one email, because it comes into my inbox. I get a quick look at the dress, and I think, oh, I really like that. Yes, I'm off. And I'll grab that. So very effective way to continue to sell to your clients without your um, on automation. So basically, they could be sending out to 1,000, 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 people that are on their list. And suddenly, they've got increased sales without doing any extra work. Um, and I would not have gone looking for that dress naturally. So maybe I wasn't shopping at the time. I wasn't really looking for it. But because it came into my inbox, I was like, wow, I really love the colors of that. I'm going to grab that now while it's in stock. So again, this is where you can create these automated sales and we don't do enough with using our lists. So if you're not building a list of your existing clients where you're then nurturing them, you may be adding value to them in between, like you said, sharing some of your services coming up, sharing um, wins around your case studies, maybe sharing industry things that are going on. That's how you can nurture your list in between until they need you again. So um, one of the things I used to do a lot of in real estate, it was the same real estate most people sell real estate every three to four years. That's when they move. It's probably about every four to six at the moment. And um, so we used to keep in forefront of their mind. If they bought through us, we would make sure we keep in touch with them at least two or three times a year. And we do that so that when they're ready to go again, when they're ready to scale, um, sell again or move on to the next house or, to, or their friends are, that we're always at the forefront of their mind. Um, because a lot of marketing is being at the forefront of the mind of your potential buyers when they're ready to buy. So list building is crucial. So all you need to do to list build is have something that you can collect people's emails with um, and um, store the email addresses. So a simple CRM works really I like Active Campaign. Um, lots of people use Convert Kits, another one. Um, Mailchimp, 
was a very popular one at some stage because it was free, but it's getting more expensive now. Um, but again, all these different things are just simple, basic CRMs. Most of them have some sort of um, simple template for an opt-in where you can opt-in for something and, like I said, set up your lead magnet and give it away for free. Um, and then you can collect their email addresses and start to email them on a regular basis. So the key steps is to um, collect emails of your relevant clients to make sure you're speaking to your target market. Reverse engineer what you're giving away. So you're giving something away of value, but that brings in the right quality clients onto your list. Second thing is then obviously nurturing that list is developing a relationship with them over time. So you're giving them opportunities to buy from you, but you're also adding value to them and staying at the forefront of their mind. So when they're ready to buy, they buy through you. Um, and staying consistent is the other key. So consistency is the next thing. What you don't want to do is have a list where you only ever send something to that list when you want to sell something. So always make sure you send them something of value in between and you connect with that audience as well. So think of things like sharing, like I said, a case study, sharing something going on in the industry that might impact their businesses. So if you're a HR specialist, you could send out something around the new HR legislation or a, um, a new act that's come in or something that's changed in the industry or um, you know a case that's just gone through that could affect them in the future. So think about how could you add value value to your customers as well as build that relationship, the know, like and trust factor. And then remember over time, um, um, what's his name? Gary V does this a lot. He always talks about jab, 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 right hook, which is basically jab, 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 give value, 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 and then ask for some business. Um, so remember to have calls to actions in your emails as well at different times. So make sure that you um, don't be scared to do a deliberate sales email. So like I said, with this designer, they don't hesitate to send me the latest design that's on sale or the latest one that's come back in stock. And if I'm interested, I'll buy. If I don't, I just delete the email and off I go. Um, so remember to add value to them, but also don't forget to ask for the business. Lots of people will send out loads of emails or they'll keep on a mailing list, but then they don't give people an opportunity to buy from them. So have a solid call to action, have things that people can opt in for. So if you're a service-based business owner, um, it could be you're running a webinar. It could be that you're running an event. Make sure you give them the opportunity to join you on that webinar, on on that event. Um, so it's really, really important to give people the chance to buy from you as well. And don't be scared to do some direct email. I had a great email this morning from someone I really value. Um, and it was basically a quick summary of what they had available at the moment for ways to work with her. So it was like they had one VIP day left for the month. They had um, um, a mastermind spot coming up and then they were doing something for free on a webinar. So it was a really simple structured email that just said, hey, this is what's available at the moment to work with me if you're in this situation. Um, so again, give people the opportunity to buy from you. So firstly, if you're not building your list, start building your list. Grab something of value you can share for free to collect a name and an email. Build that relationship with those people on your list and then sell to them. Like you said, your conversion rates will go up because it's much easier to sell to someone if they've opted in and they're in your world and they want to be in your world. It's more likely they're going to buy from you. And don't forget get to cross sell or upsell to existing customers. So if they're an existing customer, where can you add more value to them? Where can you make them another offer? Maybe they need something after they've done with you. 
Can you then upsell them into something else? Um, but use your list. Remember, it costs you more, was it six times more to get someone onto your list than it does to get them to buy from you again. Um, so it's really, really important to nurture that. Um, that's why a lot of funnels you'll see where they have what they call a tripwire in them, where they have something where you've bought something and then they'll have something immediately as an upsell to you. Why do they do that? Why psychologically do they do that in a funnel? And that's because lots of people will buy the second product. It's like 60% conversion on average, where people, once they've bought the first product, they will buy the second product off you straight away. So that's why they do it. They make 60% additional income from that one person. So think about your customer journey. Think about how you can get them onto your list and then think about how you can nurture um, and if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it yet, I do run a regular, um, um, I'm doing a workshop at the moment around this building. So if you want to join, do follow me and um, connect up and join one of my workshops. Um, I talk a lot about list building. I talk about also obviously selling high ticket programs, how you can monetize your knowledge online. Um, and I've always got various different workshops running. So hopefully you can connect with us. It's been great. Um, and I hope how you can see how this can build your long-term wealth because part of your brand, part of your positioning, part of building your long-term wealth is always building your own brand in this day and age. Um, most people need some sort of brand for something, whether it's to attract in investors, whether it's to understand about property, maybe to get a property deal, whether it's to build your business. Building your brand and growing your list and growing your community is so valuable in this day and age. So I hope that's helped today and I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Iconic Wealth for Women podcast with me, Kylie Anderson, available on Amazon Music, Spotify, iTunes, and all good podcast listening providers. If this episode has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend or leave a review. And don't forget to grab any downloads below.